We finally got some good audio equipment going, but we chose a very busy place, so you'll hear some airplanes and helicopters going past. Apologies in advance for that. Hey, I'm Peking Duck. Hey, I'm Miso Soup. I'm Mashed Potato. And I'm Strawberry Milk. And we are, we don't have a name yet. Today, we are at Barangaroo Reserve. And, dare I say it, milk. <laughs> it is a beautiful day. Yeah. And there are lots it of is a beautiful day. in the sky. We're just around the corner from the Harbour Bridge. And we are sitting on the grass. So hot. It is hot. It, it is quite I'm the only one appropriately dressed for the heat. Well, I'm in a sweater. It was very cold at home this morning. <laughs> My room's the coldest in the house. My house is the coldest <laughs> of in the, the house. <laughs> <laughs> so what okay. are we going to talk about today? I actually have nothing planned, so it's just up to the three of you. Okay. No. Should I go first then? Sure. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about superstitious beliefs. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it varies from different cultures or maybe people have like completely opposite beliefs i have heard this before like um from my preceptor before we had the preceptor all for pharmacy internship you have to have a person teaching you and guiding you throughout the whole year and we just call them our preceptor okay like a mentor yeah like a mentor Uh um and they sign off on all your assignments and things like that Mm -hmm. i can't quite remember what belief it was but it was completely the opposite like for example for me and my family, we believe that we shouldn't write our name in red because oh. it's like, <laughs> what? like, like in red that. pen, red markers, we shouldn't write it in red because it means it'll curse us. But oh. then she said in her culture, they think writing red means it's lucky mm-hmm. because you would write it in red and red symbolizes luck. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't no, heard of it. No. But, like, I can see the logic in that because, like, in our culture, red is a good colour. <laughs> I guess for when we say we're writing our name in red, it's like blood. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. But your culture is also our culture. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly different. Slightly, Slightly different. Or, well, for example, yeah. um, we never like the number four. Yes. Yes. Right. Um, but in Australia, it doesn't matter, right? Is Australian like 13 is a bad number? Well, no, yeah. we don't like the it's, number four because it's 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 it sounds like, like death. death. Yeah. Yeah. Chinese. yeah. But what about 13? 13 is a, is a Western thing. It's yeah, a Western it's thing, like, right? Because I don't think I've seen that in um, Chinese. Because I think no. Stephen King has this novel about a hotel room. So it's haunted and then it's actually on the 13th floor, but they named the floor 14 just to escape that number. We also don't like 14. Why don't you like 14? Because it's got four in it. It has four. And also 10 um, sounds like definite. Oh, really? Yeah. So 14 is worse than four. 10's never been an issue for Like, if you put 10 and four next to it, it's like definitely (laughs) Definitely (laughs) (laughs) 10. Okay. Yeah. Do you, is that the same in Mandarin? Yes. I think usually the buildings for us don't usually reach 14. <laughs> yeah, I saw like going to a hotel in Japan, they skip four and they also skip 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here they, always, they usually skip 13. Yeah. Mm. Another belief, um, my mom told me this a long time ago, but she said if you ever encounter like a red envelope on the ground, never pick it up. What's a red envelope? Like a like key? Like the Hongbao, you know, for yeah. Chinese New Year, yeah. like any kind of red envelope, don't yeah. pick it up on the ground because she said back a long time ago, if, for example, a son in the family died without getting married, 
Yeah. So their ghosts would remain and they would haunt because they can't move on to, um, I don't know, heaven or something because they're not married. Yeah. And so their family would feel sad feel and sad they would want to... Well. Yeah. Their family would want to look for a bride for them. Yeah. So they would get like a red packet, put money inside and just chuck it on the ground. And um, whoever picks it up, if it's a girl, that ghost would like haunt them or be around them. Yeah. Um, and you don't want that, right? I think Milk's family is... Very more, superstitious, yeah. yeah. The ones that believe in ghosts. Yeah, my aunt is Buddhist. My mom's side family is really Buddhist, and my aunt, out of all of them, is like super, super religious. Um, she would, she used to go around spraying holy water on us. So we would travel somewhere once a year back when my grandpa was alive and mm. he was sort of getting really old. Um, we'd go to close by countries like Thailand, Vietnam, Malaysia. And I remember specifically, I think it was Thailand, we were in this hotel room. Thailand has a lot of ghost stories. Yes. Oh God, it's really scary. Because they believe in (laughs) demons as well. Mm -hmm. I was in year eight. I don't really remember this, but my mom and I shared a room and I slept fine that day, right? But the next morning my mom was like, we should move rooms, let's move to your aunt's room or something. And I'm like, why? She's like, don't worry about it. I just want to spend time with her. And then only after the whole trip did she tell me at night, she could hear footsteps going around, like creaking floorboards, like going left and right, going left and right the whole time. And um, also that night, I remember one of my cousins, he came over and he's autistic, but um, apparently when he was a baby, he had a really high fever. And ever since then, he could claim he could see ghosts or stuff. Mm-hmm. So he could see his um, the ghost of his previous piano teacher or something like that. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, they took him to the temple and kept praying or something and spoke to the the monk there. Yeah. And after some prayers, like it stopped. But then I think later when he got a bit older in his teenage years, it happened again. Yeah. And during that time we were in the hotel room while my mom was in the shower, this was the first night, mm. I remember him specifically saying, who's that there? And everyone looked around and was like, what are you talking about? You know, what do you mean? And we just brushed it off because we thought, okay, he's not making sense, doesn't matter. Jesus, um, that scares me. Yeah, and then that was the night where my mom said she heard floorboards like creaking around mm. and footsteps. The next day, we went to my aunt's room, and then my aunt sprayed like holy water all over yeah. us. And then only when we got back to Taiwan, my mom told me what happened. So Let's it was see. freaky. We don't have a. My grandma likes to do the thing where you go to hotel rooms, and then before you go in, you knock on the door. Yeah, we do that like, too. Excuse me, I'm gonna stay here tonight. Oh, no. We do that too, <laughs> always for sure. Uh, yeah. I know some in some culture you believe you shouldn't check into the uh, room in the end of the hall. Oh really? Yeah, I think it's a Hong Kong thing. Or not? Why? Why? The, the, it's always the one at the end of the hallway that has the ghost. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you Even never get to pick these as well. I guess it's but more then of you a, can if change. you're gonna die, you're gonna oh, you die. Can change. I also don't like being at the end of the hall. I I think I'm just a very superstitious person. Even though I may not necessarily believe in it, but I just feel uncomfortable. Or the one faces the staircase. What's that one? Uh, It's the same as the the one one that's opposite the the fire escape or something. Yeah, something like that. Aren't there like elevators now these days? All all buildings will have a fire fire escape. Oh, okay, yeah. 
<laughs> you think that just because you have you uh, can't take an elevator when there's a fire. I thought it was like what you meant was like just a stairway going no, up. No, no, the fire, fire stairs. Okay. Mm. Oh. Yeah. What about you, Doc? I have no superstition. She's like the least. <laughs> I'm the, probably the spiritual least. here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe in ghosts? No. At all? No. 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 Mm. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know if I believe in them. I don't think yeah. it matters really whether <laughs> they exist or not. I still feel it would be really crowded for them. Crowded. Why? Like if everyone dies and they would become ghosts, then uh, imagine now where well, not every person would become a ghost. Like they, right? like I think with a lot of those um, Hong Kong movies, the idea is you become a ghost until you like let go of whatever you need to let go of, and then you go and get reincarnated. Still, imagine how many people will still be like wandering around. But like, you only their... like the stories are always like the ghost has something left to do but like not everyone has something left to do when they die mm. right i what? think most of the people would have left the things that they want to uh, get rid of oh. <laughs> i see it's just a uh, it would be so crowded i don't i don't think so because considering how long humans been around for you mean but I, that's why yeah. i said like after you're done with whatever you need to do you get reincarnated yeah how many ghosts are around us right now? Well, I wouldn't know. Oh, I know there's um there's what an app haunting? that you could uh, you could oh, test it if there's ghosts around. Oh, those Ghostbusters weird. Yeah. Like, sensing. Yeah, maybe there's the one on your shoulder right now. On my shoulder, how small yeah. is this ghost? <laughs> it's like a, a pet rabbit. It's a rabbit ghost. <laughs> yeah. You know, my cousin um in Taiwan, there's a lot of ghost stories regarding um at the army place, like when mm -hmm. you get conscripted. And he said, um, when he got conscripted, he was sent to this rural area, uh -huh. and um, everyone always had a ghost story there. Yeah. And he said he remembered he went past this shed like at night. It was really dark, and they all looked in, and they all freaked out because there was like this weird. He said he saw her like a girl with like long hair and was covering her face and everything. And he really, he actually really freaked out because he didn't believe it. He said. Oh, come on, guys, there's no way ghosts exist or something. Yeah. And he went around to the shed, he looked inside the door, and he fully freaked out because he said he saw the girl but also saw the chair move or something. And then he went back home over the weekend and then because his mom was the aunt who's really religious. Yeah. Um, and his mom gave him one of those, like, a necklace charm thing. Yeah. And um, then he went back and he didn't see them anymore okay I see. so i don't know but <laughs> you are someone who believes i i don't want to but i have a fear <laughs> yeah. of them i don't want to but i have a fear imagine if you could do that with religion like i don't want to believe in christianity i just i just, I just <laughs> saw god <laughs> It's more Walking like, on the water. I don't really want to believe there are ghosts, but I can't help but feel scared what if there might be. What are they going to do to you? What have you done That's wrong? That's what people say, but the thing That's is, sometimes there said. are evil spirits, right? <laughs> I guess my grandma doesn't believe in those. Among all these people, they wouldn't just aim for you. Because my grandma talks in her sleep. Oh. So her <laughs> younger sister travels with us sometimes, and her younger sister is always very scared 
but my grandma talks into her in her sleep. I don't know why, because they're like 70 now. So they're Do they think she's possessed by some demon? I don't know. And then my grandma always is like to her, why are you so afraid? What have you done wrong? <laughs> if you haven't done anything wrong, then what are you so afraid of? Yeah. Any other superstitions that you want to tell us about? can't really think of any right now. Oh, I I know one that's different in uh, Asian culture and the Western culture. Mm. So you know they say that you feel your ears are burning? Uh-huh. When people burning. Burning. When people talk behind you? Yeah, 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 yeah. But in Asian culture, we say we, we, say we sneeze, right? When you're oh. sneezing for no reason, it's someone... My mom also behind. talks about their ear itching. But, really? But we say it's itching. Like if your ear is itchy, uh-huh. someone's talking about you but like in a bad way or in a good way <laughs> either i think with the sneezing it's also either I, I think with the sneezing thing uh if you sneeze once then <laughs> 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 yeah if you sneeze once someone's talking behind you if you sneeze twice then someone was missing you oh yeah Oh, have you heard of the eyelid twitching thing? Oh, yeah. Oh. What was that about again? Uh, it depends on which side, right? And oh, there are yeah. sides. Yeah. Our friend from Thailand told me that in Thai, if you're a girl, it's one side. If you're a boy, it's another side. Like, whether it's good or bad. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Uh, but in China, it's, uh, if it's left, then it's luck. Uh-huh. Right means uh, bad luck. Um, yeah. Why so. do eyes twitch, duck, medical professionals? Um, well, the twitching is due to muscle spasms, and yeah. you get muscle spasms just all the time, like in other places. Your eyelids are just one other muscle. What triggers it though? Um, Not entirely sure. Like it could be anything. But sometimes, sometimes people say it's like an imbalance in salts or whatever. Yeah, like that or. or so why would it be one side or both? You know, like sides? sometimes you get a cramp. Yeah. This is a one cramp side. in my eyelid. <laughs> <laughs> but like no, this this is different. Oh my gosh! That time I had like a my eyebrow was twitching for like. Oh, yeah, I, I got remember. to a point where my eyebrow is cramping. <laughs> 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 yeah time we were telling you to take magnesium and stuff, right? Yeah, I had people telling me to tell, take all weird, weird metals, all the metals. <laughs> Have you heard of the one where um, if you grow a pimple on your nose, mm-hmm. yeah, you're a it, witch? N- no, no. <laughs> no. If it means on your nose, it means you're about to or you did spend a lot of money. Really? <laughs> I heard this from my friend, and I was like, "What?" Maybe I've never heard really about stressed about the amount of money, and that's what you. <laughs> so funny because I had a bubble on my nose, and she looked at me like, "Oh, you're about to spend a lot of money, right?" Or you you bought something expensive Were recently, you? right? And I'm like, oh, "No, I did." But uh, I mean, like always. I buy expensive things all the time. <laughs> I, I've stopped that. I've stopped it. Okay. Let's go to Duck. Duck has many things to talk about today. Well, they're all kind of interrelated. Um, a couple of days ago, I went to the MCA, and they have this... Um, a few of the uh, art galleries around Sydney have a combined exhibition of new Australian artists. And the favourite one of mine in the MCA 
was this work by Hannah Bronte, who's a young Australian artist from Brisbane, and she did this kind of video installation work. It's called Healer, and the work is kind of about like female empowerment. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so you walk into this room, and there are orange uh, kind of like curtains draped around this circle on the floor where the video is projected onto it, mm -hmm. and it's kind of just like almost like a music video. It's just uh, this kind of rap. So it's um, this video depicts on um, this group of women, one of whom is really heavily pregnant, and mm -hmm. there's this like really melodic uh, song about. And it's kind of about grief and trauma, getting over, sort of getting over that um, grief and, and just female empowerment in, in general. And it's just really hypnotic. Okay, so this is a video slash song or composition done by an indigenous artist. Mm -hmm. And the theme of it is women empowerment and grief. Grief and trauma. What's the grief and trauma from? Um, kind of, kind of like what they've gone through as women, or yeah, but also yeah. like kind of like sexual um, trauma and and sort of the the deep empowerment that comes from birth and 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 family and um, she talks about how um. I want to be like water, and I want to teach that to my daughter or whoever they may be. They'll be perfect to me, uh -huh. and like that's that's a line in in the song. What line stands out to you? That was that was that line actually. That was really good. The, the water line. Yeah. Mm. So how does birth? Why why water? Um, I'm not sure about the water, but you know, like because that, like that we Bruce... have a saying in Chinese that yeah. women are like water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm not entirely sure what it means. Um, but they like sometimes they say that women are made of water. Why? Yeah, and men are made of mud. <laughs> what mud? Really? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's the the, the changeability, the like mm. the flexibility of women. Mm. And like water, water itself is is very powerful. But also in a and sense, they. Think of it as a very fragile thing, mm. like you poke it and it... But it's like the source of life as well. Yes, yeah. I don't know what mud is though. <laughs> mud dirty. Is maybe <laughs> mud maybe is like sturdy. Water. Or well, like mud, yeah. everything is the foundation, the base of stuff, right? Yeah. No, but uh, when they say women are made of water, men are made of mud, they actually... They are not demeaning men, but in a sense, they are trying to empower women. Yeah. Okay. So they say, uh, to some extent, men couldn't understand what we could understand about life. Yeah. I think that kind of ties into what I wanted to talk about, or what I wanted to ask you, is what, what makes you empowered, or what does it mean to be an empowered, independent, strong <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just the look on Brooke's face. She heard that, and she immediately dug something out of her eye. <laughs> Why? I was still thinking about it in my head. Um, I don't know. It's very hard. Well, like, what makes you feel empowered? I don't ever feel not empowered. Why is that? 
I think I've just been like just the way we've been brought up is just that way. We've never been told you can't do anything. But um, then, do you feel because nowadays the whole society is still uh built uh based on this patriarchy yeah. uh system? Do you feel part of your power is from this suppression? Like because we are suppressed, so we are powerful. Yes. Because we fight. You see, like the thing with me is, growing up, I come. I have no brothers.、Mm-hmm. I went to a girls' school. Yeah. That school basically enforced on us that anything is possible until until university. I don't think, I didn't really come across any. No one ever told us. You are not. This is good enough. This is like this is what a girl does. I see. Yeah. And I think that for that reason, it was like to me, it's like I can see society thinks this way, but I've never. Felt it. I see. Same here. I agree with that. I only get offended when people tell me, "Tell me, like, you should be doing this because you're a woman." Yeah. Like that's the only time where I feel like. But、wow. I've never like. I know some people grow up with the feeling that oh, this is what society's view of me should be, and that that is like they already grow up with the they've already grown up with this kind of thing. Yeah.、Um, but we have like, I think the three of us.、Um, Going to this school and、They、being in a family where yeah, yeah. everyone other than Miss O. I think I think for me, like I also had the same experience going to school and being told that you know we can do anything. Yeah. But also my, I think my parents themselves are quite traditional in the way that they they、yeah. think about, um, like what I can do.、Mm. I mean, they they think that I can do whatever I want in my career, but、mm-hmm. also they kind of instilled in me this this sense that. I I need to be protected. I need. I'm kind of. I'm going to be in danger if I sort of fall out of any kind of norm. I think, or what、yeah. they wanted for my life, and so I kind of grew up with this idea that, oh, I, I second doubt. Like I second guessed myself quite a lot because I was like, oh, am I able to do that? Is it too dangerous? That kind of thing. Even though I wanted to do it and I knew I could do it, it was this thing that was inhibiting me.、Mm-hmm. I think part of. Gaining that self confidence is, is realizing that you are your own person, and、yeah. you don't have to please anyone else in your life except for you, and you put your needs、yes. first. Definitely.、Yeah. But I think I didn't have so much of that problem because my, as we've said before, my mother is yeah. Like、boss. you have like a very strong matriarch figure. We have my family has run off like, the females, but yeah, that is、mm-hmm. also a cultural thing because back. To the days when my family were fishing people, the the house is run by the mother because the the, the dad goes for like weeks or months to see. So in that that culture, it is a very to some extent matriarchal culture.、Yeah. I see. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Misa? I was going to say that I. So I think I've、um, when I was younger, I've passed this phase. But when I was younger, I was brought up with boys, and then. Um, for a long period of time, I believed that I was like a guy's girl. You know. What do you mean a guy's girl? Like a girl for like guys? Like you hang out with guys or a, a lot? Or a tomboy? Yeah, it's like a tomboy, but like I kind of、um, repair the female friendships. Right. Not because repaired.、Uh, yeah. As in, like you didn't like to be friends with girls because, yes, because you thought that you、I've、got along better with boys. Especially, especially if like,、um, if especially when I was younger, when I saw those girls with the former group, yeah, 
I kind of um, not resent that, but like I don't, I didn't like that for a long period of time because mm -hmm. I felt like girls would be. It, it's always a stereotype that girls would, would always form a group and then within the group they would always fight and then <laughs> all that comes. Do you never fight stuff. with boys? With boys? It's I relatively boys had their easy. own fights. They have fights in a different way, but... It's more open. It's more open, yeah. There's less... Um, there's less backstabbing, there's yeah. less backbitching. Yeah. So for a long period of time, I didn't like uh, hanging out with girls, mm -hmm. but I passed that phase. Like I've come to this point to realize fr uh, female friendship can be like sisterhood can be really powerful. Yeah. And uh, um, how long ago was this phase? It was when I was like a teenager, thirteen, fourteen, oh, okay. uh, and even young when I was younger. But then, uh, yeah. Then I passed that phase, and then I realized female friendships can be much grander than any romance or any friendships that I've ever had with boys. Yeah, yes. I have no like, cause basically I had no connection with boys until uni. <laughs> really? And then it's immediately into engineering where it's all boys. Yeah. <laughs> so going from like an all girl environment to an all boy environment. I don't know. I just. I found a lot of boys are a lot like girls. Nowadays, <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, like. Yeah. It's <laughs> also. In terms of like. You. Like the, the stereotype is girls are like gossipy and mm. talk a lot. Boys are just the same. Yeah, they're honestly, just boys are just as, the same. <laughs> they're just as gossipy. Yeah. Just as what we call it in Chinese, bakwa. Yeah. What? Bakwa. What's bakwa? Gossip. Kind of like, like they uh, really want to know, they want to be in the loop. You know what? It just gossip. sounds like Japanese baka. <laughs> That's all I heard. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then actually, I was going to talk about this. Um, thing that I've read is translated in English. I hope it makes sense. Yeah. It's all um it's also what you said. So I think when we were children, yeah, we were the same, but the society just taught boys to men up. Yeah. Like mm. you don't talk about your feelings, you get rid of that and then you And to some extent I think people now are seeing that that is toxic. That makes boys really bad. Yeah. It's very bad for them. I, that's yeah. part of what feminism is, is not just, you know, empowering women, but also recognising that men have also had all these stereotypes that are also yeah. toxic. Yeah. And that really um, is detrimental to society as well. Yeah. I feel like the Chinese culture at the moment is quite... Those stereotypes are quite enforced with, like, marriage and everything. Mm-hmm. Still very strong back in Asia. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to read this. Yeah. Um, the great fortune of a man is that he must embark on an uh, extremely difficult course, both in adulthood and in childhood, but it's the serious way. The misery of women is that they are surrounded by an almost irresistible temptation. Everything was luring her down the easy path. She was not asked to push herself up and go her own way, but she had heard that if she slipped, she would reach the paradise of bliss. 
By the time she realized that she had been fooled by the marriage, it was too late, and her power had been exhausted in the recent failure. Where is that from? That's like uh, that's from the second sex. Oh. Yeah. So what? The second sex. Oh. Wait, no, not Simone de Beauvoir. Yes. A, oh, yes. Yeah, I have to say though, that line about <laughs> uh, the easy way. <laughs> yeah. It's so easy to be lazy. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. And it's so easy to want to be lazy. Mm-hmm. But I think to some extent a lot of boys that we talk to never have this or it's more of a they feel like I can't be lazy because yeah, the society what needs me to look after my family yes. needs me to look after Yes, exactly. Yeah. Everything. Um well, I think also if you find the thing that you are passionate about that makes you feel alive, then you're not going to be lazy about that because uh, you would want that. You mm. see, the thing is, the you thing know? that makes me passionate about life is food and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I've seen you run towards a Maccas. So. <laughs> so, like, it's very hard. I mean, we've fought all the way up here to get what we are uh, in this world. It's very easy for us to give up. Yeah. Because it's the easiest way. And then once you start to uh, give in a little bit, it's the start of failure. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what makes you feel alive, Nisa? Uh, my research. <laughs> really? All the really? sufferings, yeah. All the suffering. All the suffering. It makes you feel alive. All the sufferings. She's a masochist. <laughs> yes, I guess to some extent, okay. I believe, uh, I believe we are living to be defeated by greater and greater things. Hmm. I also kind of agree that you you have to suffer to live. Like, if life was just. But there's no end in my. Of course. In my living life, living is suffering. Yeah. So, but, I mean, but. Moving through that suffering makes you stronger as a person. Yeah, I mean, there must be some moments that you feel you've achieved something, all the suffering would be worth it. Yeah. Of course, there would be more, there would always be more, but it's those moments that makes you alive. Mm. I feel alive when, when I feel like I've done something to really help someone and I can see a tangible difference. Or like right now, I feel alive. Just being out in nature and seeing the sky and it's a beautiful day. <laughs> I think like, life is very boring if it's always a beautiful day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have, to, you have to suffer through all the storms to appreciate a beautiful I, day. Like, I love storms. I also love storms. They are, um, I think, the best part of weather (laughs) it's just like i love watching storms it's just a reminder of how powerful nature is Mm. i love lightning and thunder i I also love that as well but you can't really like like fly on the ground like this outside on the stormy day (laughs) who says i mean you could you'd be wet i don't like lightning you don't like lightning i don't mind rain do you like thunder i don't like thunder is it the lightning you don't like or the thunder? Probably the thunder, actually. <laughs> it's the sound. They always pair the up, though. But then when I do see the light strike down, it is scary. Of course. Because to scary. me, in my mind, I'm just like, 
someone down wrong. Like, what if somewhere out there, someone got struck by that light? Or what if a house caught on fire by that specific light? You're very caring. It's just scary. If lightning didn't exist, we might not have discovered things like electricity. Your life would be in the glass. Yeah. What makes you feel alive, Milk? I actually don't know. <laughs> I'm Looks stuck. Like. I'm stuck in a phase of life. I'm stuck in my mid, my no, quarter life crisis. So <laughs> right now, I don't feel alive <laughs> yet. Yeah. You'll get there. Yeah. But I think also, I think it would be once I achieve something I'm happy with, then I would feel alive. What is once that? Once I get but over a hurdle or something. But well, I, I guess questioning and adopting yourself is part of the living. Yeah. yeah. You might be lost now, but you won't be lost forever. I hope so. I mean, even if you are lost forever, part of I being think that's fine. That is your life then. Yeah. I mean, yeah, being just, just accept life. who you yeah. are at this moment. And I mean, progress. Progress makes me feel alive. Mm. Of course, there is always progress. Even when you are sitting there, you are getting older and your cells are free. You are dying. We are all dying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so terrible. It's just, it's sad if, if, you deem happiness and success to be always out of reach, you know? Yeah, like if you're always yeah. striving for the next big thing and you're not enjoying life as it is today. Yes, it comes so, in stages. It's like... It's a very difficult balance. When am I content and when am I looking for more? Hmm. You can always be content and looking for more. That's true. Yeah. I'm not someone that works like that. If I feel like... If I'm content... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stick to here and be a blog. You're always content. I'm always content. Yeah. Actually, I'm not a very ambitious person. Yeah. yeah. I think I think the reason I really like that artwork so much was that I got so immersed in it and it did make me feel alive. Like, it made me feel so empowered and, and strong and recognize that, yes, I've, I've gone through a lot of things in my life, but I'm more powerful and strong because of it. Mm. Yeah, it was really inspiring. That's why I liked it. So, what's uh, our next topic? TV shows. What TV shows uh, have you really enjoyed recently? Fleabag season two. <laughs> Last watch. Michelle has been bugging me about that. You're always watching so TV long. shows. Well, I mean, yes, what else I is there to do in life? But I always <laughs> repeat the same one over and over Last again. Last time you said um, you were watching that short clip one. Remember? Was it the... Um, Love, the Death, and Robots? Yeah. Oh, robots. Okay. Yeah, I forgot what it was called. I wanted to go check it out. Yeah. Actually, Misa, you really enjoy... I think you really enjoy the TV show I just binge-watched. It's called The Bold Type, and it's about female friendship. The Bold so, Type. The Bold Type. It's Protect about three, three 25-year-olds who work at this um, magazine. Yeah. And like, they have different jobs, but yeah. it's really about them living in New York and their friendship and how they support each other. And like, all these challenges that life and work throw at them and they, they get through it together. And it's it's just so heartwarming. I really love it. Have you watched uh, Girls by HBO? I, I have seen the first season, maybe first season. I really like that show. Yeah, it's kind of like Girls, but probably yeah. like more uplifting and happy rather than <laughs> <laughs> Girls. <laughs> I really like girls and Fleabag. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of random stuff. Gossip um, Girl. Gossip Girl, I still haven't gotten through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been watching the new season of this show that's called Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, yeah. That was quite funny. It's um, about eating people. <laughs> yeah, it's like zombie. 
kind of like a zombie virus movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But very funny. You should watch it. What's it called again? It's called The Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix. Um, oh. She, it's, she's like a, she's a zombie essentially. Mm. But like, it's funny and cool. Because I've been trying to look for new stuff to watch. And um, so all these titles you've mentioned, I think I remembered briefly glancing yeah. at them. I haven't watched them though. What are you watching right now? Nothing. Nothing? Oh, ac- actually, at the moment, I'm reading the web novel still. <laughs> it's a long, it's a long read. Yeah, I'm on chapter maybe 900 and something now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's different. My other question was about self care. Like, what do you do to self care? Yeah, keep yourself happy. I eat food. <laughs> sleep. Very simple. Sleep. You're very simple. Yeah. Um, I think skin like, care. She, she's more about physical care, not <laughs> so much mental care. Yeah. I feel like I have to go to an art gallery, <laughs> like, every couple of weeks. I'm really bad. And massages I are great. drink, smoke, I do <laughs> naughty <it> regularly. <laughs> I, I don't Does sleep enough. You know? No. Uh, it's fine, I guess. I, I feel when I'm really busy with work, I'm always fine. It's, it's a resting space. That would makes me you, nervous. Because the two of you mm. think a lot. You need something to think about. Otherwise, your brain runs. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I yeah, get that. Mash and yeah. I are like, whatever. I mean, sometimes, mash, sometimes I, I put off going going to the shower because I'm like, I can't really? do anything with the shower. I love showers. It makes me feel relaxed I like it once I'm in there, but I, pr- I put it off before I get in there. No, I yeah. always... We're very like... I'm very good at blank. Like, I mean, I don't do well what I think, so I still do a lot of things. Yeah, so I make sure think. I have downtime. Yeah. What do you um, do in your downtime? Do you think you don't think, right? You um, just I just chill. do some. Yeah, I just chill. I might read my novels, or I might read manga, or watch watch a TV show, play games, mm. um, DIY crafts, things mm. like that. I love yeah. sleeping. I like. Like, or just like not the bit before sleeping is good too the bit where you're lying there like <laughs> for like, an hour before sleep yeah I love that bit I like this I like talking to friends yeah oh, I like going out to nice um, places to eat with friends yeah, yeah. food food mm. and sleep food food friends sleep Friends, and then every now and then buy, go shopping <laughs> eat friends TV. I'll eat my friends I haven't to be honest I haven't bought anything for the past month and a half. That's good. That's really? actually probably one of my longest record, yeah. Mm. So sad. That's so sad. I need to do half. new things all the time. I have to go to new places and I like I don't like doing new things. Yeah. I, I like, like doing things, things that I know like they don't require any like thinking. panic or thinking. <laughs> I like like doing things I know how to do. I, need I like of hugs. I hate panic. I like panic. Panic? <laughs> Speaking of panic, <laughs> you remember that time we went I no um, kayaking? Yeah. I was in full panic mode when we, I just saw you kayaking away. <laughs> and so we're going against the tide and I'm sitting in the front with um, Mash behind me. <laughs> and I'm like, kayaking like crazy. Like, come on, come on, we're going to hurry. And I turn around and it's just sitting there. <laughs> Not I moving, remember that. Dying. <laughs> I looked I look back at you guys and I was like... <laughs> Nash, what are you doing? Full panic mode. I thought we were going to get swept away and never catch up to you. <laughs> what is there to panic about? Because we were going to just get swept away. We wouldn't catch you know, up to Doc. The difference between me and 
uh, milk is that she panics a lot. I am more of the whatever. <laughs> I do panic, but I get. I know you I, it panic. Makes, it makes me get into the thing where I yeah, have to get it true. done. Into a mode where I have to get it done. Yeah. I think I think to those things that I don't really mind. I'm just a whatever. I can be so whatever on things that I don't care at all. What's well, something you really care about? Uh, my research. <laughs> Apart from that, uh, connections with other people. Yeah. Currently, I've been working on that. And so, then, like maintaining friendships. Yeah. Keeping always up to date. Because with I always get lazy. For example, if someone asks me uh, to do something and I don't feel like doing it, so I would just make a lame excuse, and then people would tell, and then oh. next time they wouldn't offer you again. Well, what about if it's um, not a favor? It's just like a hangout. Um, Are you too lazy to hang out? Yes. I'm not. Yeah. Okay. Yes, but, but I would like. I busy. would say. I would. I think if I you're... would say, but some people, you know, some people would turn into really being really pushy. They would be like, "Oh, come, come." You are not and strong. That, I would be like, "Oh, I'm very direct in that." Like, no. I nope mean, nope. I would just uh, be like, I just want to get rid of it. So you mm. are you a person who avoids problems? Yeah, I do avoid problems. I guess I am the that same to well. an extent. Mm. Do you think you avoid problems? I feel like we are the sort of personalities that can't avoid problems because it's It'll just be like there. the moment, like Either if I don't way. deal with it now, it's gonna just yeah. kill me for the next yeah, however long yeah. I don't deal with it. This is like when I'm avoiding a problem, that's when I can't get into the shower. <laughs> like, <laughs> then I'll be alone with my problem. <laughs> my tactic with dealing with problems is take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Why? After the shower, everything is solved? Take a really nice, warm, yeah. hot shower. Yeah. So you think about it. Or take a nice bath. I always feel better after the shower. Epsom salt. <laughs> yeah. I'm much more, like, I have to deal with, the problem has to be fixed now, mm-hmm. or at least I must have a plan for fixing the problem now, mm-hmm. otherwise I can't move on. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Because so I don't, I'd, I'd rather die now thinking over the problem than die slowly over the next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Avoiding it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you hear me complain and whine a lot about my issues, um, maybe in the first day or two, because that's when I'm thinking about it the most. Yeah. Whereas I will stay quiet about it, and, and then, then two weeks later, panic. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm the type who always needs to. Um, if I have an issue, I, I will think on it, and then I panic when I can't think of a solution. But then I will force myself to, and so I have to plan it out. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess part of the need, I need to solve things. Yeah, mm-hmm. as part of my personality. That's like the, the TV show I was telling Misa about, the bullet type, yeah. about these three girls. Like, every single time they had an issue, they would just kind of immediately talk about it to each other, yeah. and they go into the fashion closet in the magazine <laughs> um, company, and they just sort of talk it out. And, yeah, it was really great to see that kind of friendship being shown on TV, because you don't see that quite often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And because it, it does work. The, it helps a lot. Right, because talking. in the old... Days, um, TV shows like uh, Sex and City. Mm. Mm, that's, I mean, it's a good show, but it's too glorious. Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, I've never seen it. I also have never seen it. 
I love watching those shows, though, the rich people shows. <laughs> Why? I love you watching watch rich people on TV. Is it because that's the sort of luxurious lifestyle I want? Or... I don't know. It's not like... I mean, to, of course I would love to have money. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... I guess because it's, it's sort of escapism. Like, the problems and issues are so far from... Oh, uh, yeah. There, it's not realistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hate watching those ones where it is realistic. Like... I, I like think of one. Yeah, <laughs> I like those because I don't watch anything that's really. I realistic. once watched a medical drama that was very realistic. Yeah, uh-huh. and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've just lived through a whole three months <laughs> of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like it? That TV it was. Show? It was good. It was good. Is yeah. it a? Uh, is it a TV show where it's realistic enough to happen, but it had it's all the outcomes are positive. Like, if things went always the right way? No. No, no, it was realistic. So it was about uh, an intern. No, she was a junior doctor, so it was, like, second year out of med school. Mm. And, like, starting a new year at the hospital, and um, she's on the renal team, and she has, like, renal issues herself. And then the consultant is like, oh, my God, it was so real. It was so real. It was gave me kind of, like, trauma. (laughs) Like, all her friends. This is why I love watching Asian shows, because it's always just exaggerated enough to not be realistic. Yeah. But it could still technically... I mean, like, who's going to... Fall in love with a huge CEO? <laughs> Stuff like that. Like, uh, the, in the, at the right time in the story, your mum suddenly has cancer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, have you seen um, that Korean drama, The Good Doctor? There was even an American version. Oh, yeah. Had. I haven't seen it yet. Has I saw you part of the American it? version. Mm. I'm not very into Korean dramas. Because a lot of it is like very slow. But what about um, the American version of it then? Would it you was watch quite that? good. Oh, you watched it? Uh, yeah, I only saw a few episodes. Okay. Mm, yeah. It would be very difficult for a doctor to be autistic, though. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is Duck. Once again, we've spoken for too long, so we're going to cut this off now and continue on in the next episode. And See ya. I am covered in grass because yeah. I like to do that. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.